Welcome everybody to Quasar Chronology number 10. Once again, because of listener demand, we've brought back Marshall Svalkin. Hello, Svalson. Svalson. Or Svalchine. 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 I can pronounce it whatever you want. My teacher calls me Falcon. Falcon? Because he can't pronounce it. That's a pretty, if you're going to have a last name that's mispronounced, it's a cool way to mispronounce it, right? So anyway, so. Spanish. Monty, you were also on a previous episode. Yep. And as you just found out, that episode is available on Spotify and mm-hmm. iTunes, so you can tell all your friends, okay? So, this is Quasar Chronology number 10, okay? Mm-hmm. And today we are covering Marvel Team-Up number 81. Marvel Team-Up was a Spider-Man team-up story, okay? This podcast covers all the chronological appearances of Quasar, our favorite superhero, right? Okay, so mm-hmm. we're going to start off by talking about... Now, one thing you said, Monty, before we started rolling, you said that out of the three of us, you think you're the only one that got this comic, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't think your dad got it? Um, like what do you mean? Uh, not out of the three of us. previously uh, telling uh, Between my, my daughter uh, and uh, Monty and myself. Most yeah. definitely. If so, he claims. Okay. Because dad, my dad, he's like, what? 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 He said, he's reading it on his phone, he's like... What? Yeah, I, I didn't... Um... I'll get this. Okay, so what, let's start with that. Marshall, why don't you tell us why you didn't get the comic? Well, when you first sent it to me, I per- what I do is I, I do a perusal. And, okay. and then I, a perusal of torture. I go, oh my God, 22 pages? Oh God. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. And then I look at how many words there are. I'm like one of those like illiterate kind of, there are a lot of words in this there here comic book. And I saw a lot of words and I was going, oh, these guys, they want to over-explain stuff they don't need uh-huh. to explain. And I knew it. And I started... And, um, so I, I started reading, um, and it looked like it looked great. Like it, the the art is great. I like the art. Herb Trimpy, folks. Herb yeah. Trimpy. Yeah, it's good art, and uh, it looked exciting right away. Like Spider, like ready for action. And I started reading, and then there's a lot of. I guess this is what comic books do, but it's kind of it's it's strange that that they do this. Sometimes you read the, I don't know what the technical term is for the boxes or the balloons. The panels. The panels. panels. And they'll, it'll read, I'm saying, where the writing is when it, uh-huh. it sets the scene for okay. you. The fact that it's a comic book and there's a panel okay. with pictures should help you, I mean, should have, have it have less writing. Uh-huh. For, for what's going on. Sure. I, you know, Sp- Spider-Man is uh, doing this, doing that, flippity-flops, and stuff like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but well, why, are you, why are you writing down what I'm looking at? We'll get, Spider-Man follows this truck, and I'm like, oh, anyway. We'll get to specific examples in a minute. Now, Monty, uh, before you even get into your notes, what was your first impression? Did, did you pre-count the words? Did you look at the page numbers? Or did you just start reading and that was it? Well, like... In between, I started, I, I kept on looking at the page numbers, and I'm like, 18, I wonder how many's left. Oh, no. That's not a good sign. Are you saying you didn't enjoy it? I, I liked it, but I'm like, but I'm like, like, will this go on forever? And I'll have to keep on writing. But okay. it, so, my first impression was like, this is a, this is just going to start, I didn't even know where this starts at. Like, anyways, like, the first page is like, he like Spider-Man goes here and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I didn't even know like 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 of course there's a comic book before that that has to continue the storyline yes. and it keeps on going. But I wouldn't I I didn't know too much about it because I didn't read the comic before it. That's you know that's a good point. Now first before we continue, I want to point out to the listeners and the viewers uh, how old you are. Uh, oh. I'm nine years old. Nine years old. Nine and a half. Okay, so what grade are you in? Uh, fifth grade. Okay, so I started reading comics around grade 
maybe two or three. And that was one of the things that I noticed. I'm like, it, it starts in the middle of the story. So you're like, did I miss something? Should I have read the issue before? And then a lot of times they end a little bit ambiguously. Right. So you're like, do I have to get the next one? Is the story done? You know what I mean? Which yeah. is kind of good and kind of bad. But there's a term for when a story starts in the middle. I'm sure you know this term. No. Uh, on media res, right, Julie? In medias res. In medias res. Never heard of that before. It's a Latin term, right? It means in the, starting in the middle of the story. So basically it's like... I'll use an well, a lot of films do that, right? right? Like Star like, Wars. You just start out and they're in the middle of a firefight, right? Well, you don't explain anything. You just jump in, right? Right. And then you figure it out as you go along. Right. Yeah. Like in Star And then they'll do flashbacks if they says, need to. And then, right. Dude, and then it does the credits. And then after right. that, you just see a spaceship flying through space. Right. Well, most, most of the comic books that I've ever perused, the, the comic books that we used to read, uh, episodic. Yeah. They'd be episodic. Just so it'd be Anthology. like... that. Yeah. It'd be like one story, five pages... And if it sucked, it was over fast. If it was good, you're <laughs> like, oh, that was a good thing. And then you go to the next story. So whether horror anthology or mystery anthology or war anthology, mm-hmm. uh, th- those are the things I could tolerate. But every time I'd pick up a, a Superman or mm-hmm. you'd, you'd just get these as kids and, and it'd be like right into it. Yeah. And Because um, well, they assume you know who he is. They who these villains are, him. what's yeah. going on right. and all this kind of stuff. But... Um, yeah, I mean, obviously you know who they are, but if there's a backstory, mm-hmm. it kind of it could it could start you off disinterested, right? That not necessarily for this comic, sure, because you know it starts right away with action. Well, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about Monty. I'm assuming you probably like the plot uh, more than your dad. So, do you want to tell us the obviously? Basic, <laughs> you want to tell us the basic plot of the story? Yeah. So basically, it's a plot where Spider-Man is just, you know, doing his normal thing. Swinging around? Swinging and webs around town. And then he comes across this truck, and he says, that that truck looks suspicious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go take a peek on what's inside. And he looks inside, and then Quasar comes on top saying, you looking for something, Spider-Man? <laughs> and yeah, and then... Uh, and you know Quasar like, from the other story that we did, right? Yeah. Okay. The serpent crown. He's an okay guy. And then, so then, basically, we find out the Quasar's guarding something that's inside this thing, right? Nitro. Yeah. And somebody materializes out of thin air. Do you remember what his name was? Lightmaster. Lightmaster, right? And and like I was just gonna say, like <laughs> I like how they actually kind of like put in a villain that can change form, like Clayface. Mm-hmm. Like they don't really usually put villains like that in. Like I only put like a few. Like uh, like back then, what was the Clayface's name? I don't know who Clayface. Clayface is, from yeah. Batman. Um, like like the old one. Yeah, his name Matt Hagen? With an F. Falseface. Freddy Falseface. Yeah. The one from the Batman TV show, you mean? Yeah. yeah. I should should I pull up my my brass knuckles and start beating you nerds up? Like, for knowing all this stuff. What's wrong with no? This is good. I gotta beat you guys up. You're nerds. This is edu- <laughs> okay. This is educational, Father. Yeah, this is educational. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so keep going. So then, what else happens in the story? So, Lightmaster, we find out Lightmaster is, he he uh, he takes over Quasar's powers, right? And he yeah, sort of he, absorbs he, he, like, he absorbs the, his bands. His quantum bands. His quantum power bands right. or whatever. And then, uh, and then... Like, Lightmaster wants to become a human again. He's like, he wants to so bad, so then he has to go to this, this, this weird lab place and get a wheelbarrow and. What was, it, what was, that, what was the name of the lab? Steps. Light, light. There was a name for his lab. Light, uh, I don't know. If the light bulb. Lightmaster's lair. I'm not sure what it's called. It wasn't. What it are, wasn't his lair. He robbed it. 
You robbed them. He went and started smashing one. stuff or something. What, what, but he was so desperate, he wanted to become human again. You or, know what? Or, or, you I know love... Why couldn't he just... This is what... If he could change form to anything, couldn't he just, like, like stretch his hand out and create that giant machine with his hand? This this is something where you, you try not to think about it too much. Because right. then it all falls apart, right? right. Exactly. <laughs> but I just want to get to the end, because then it's really cool what happens is Spider-Man ends up helping out Quasar... And what happens is they, Quasar realizes, he feels kind of guilty because he realizes that Edward Lansky, he just wants to become human again. Right. So he feels kind of guilty. So he's like, well, why don't we just help him out? So they help him become human again. And then as soon as he materializes in his physical body, he says, Life's out, Buster. Yes. (laughs) Spider-Man knocks him out. He's like, I'm human again. But he said his spider said he was tangling again. And he's he's like, there's danger. He punches him out. Lights out, Buster. And Quasar's like, "Uh, why did you do that? He was too disoriented to cause any harm. Oh, yeah? He was just about to zap you. Trust me, my ever-reliable spider sense warned me of a danger. Every every time they defeat a villain or a criminal, they use a nickname or a pun or an insult like, Lights out, Buster. Yeah, a little pun, like an Arnold Schwarzenegger type pun. So then, it's funny, it's interesting, because then they split up, right? And Spider-Man goes his way, and as Spider-Man is swinging away, he says, What a bozo. I usually find something to like about most of these Joes. I sometimes join forces with the difference. That's that's what I want you to call well, our friends. I'm always imagining. Whoa. I'm always Whoa. imagining who's the guy. I'm not a big like. I want. I want to put him in a headlock. Why? Every time I hear verbiage like that, like I'm gonna make these people sound like everyday teenagers. Who that bozo? Like I just. It just this gets me. This is how teenagers. I know, but it all it's, uh, things that disturb me about like the things that bother me when I'm uh, reading this, even though it's a, a comic book, is like comic books are um, stupid. crazy stuff ha- is happening, and Spider Man goes, "I got to go back to class." Yeah, like are you what? That's Peter Parker. Hey, uh, like, um, you know, so and so is defeating the I world. There was a big battle. Oh shit, I'm late for class. Yeah, like, got a date. You it's ridiculous. Like, you, you know what? I'm Spider Man. I think I'm gonna be skipping out of school the rest of my life because <laughs> I got a lot of work to deal no, with. He's got, he's got, he's still I know, but it's cocky. It's, it's, it's okay. blown. Okay, but I but, get it. I get it. Okay. He's got he's got groceries to buy and exactly. and uh, he's got to pay his Wait, light bills. You say anything, Monty? I just want to finish this point because Spider-Man was kind of criticizing Quasar, but then Quasar says, "A strange fellow, that's Spider-Man. He acts so unprofessional, so undisciplined." There you go. I like. Oh Quasar. well, I best turn Lansky over to the authorities. So basically, they don't like each other. So that's yeah. how the story but ends. I I kind of agree with Quasar a lot more than Spider-Man because Spider-Man's a teenager. Like what would he know? Terrible. Good point. Like, like, like I think Quasar's a lot more smart than than just a dude that got bit by a spider. Could be. Could be. And well, obviously like, here but he's, it is. But Peter Parker's also he's he's a sort of a learning science at this point, so he's yeah. a science-minded he's, fellow. He's he's a nerd. But uh, anyways, as a as a as a <laughs> as a you know a guy who used to write. Okay. Um, and will write again. Mm-hmm. Um. That's like that thing at church, and he will write again. He has written. He will write again. Um, that I would have. You, you could start him off in school. Okay. And, and then, then, but now that he's dealing with this thing, I don't think he should go back to class until he's done this thing. Because they mentioned that, and then Spider Man went back, and he had to take this other course. Like, no, stuff is going on. Things are weird. Yeah, but they, His spider sense would be tingling constantly. But I, think you, I think you have to understand what, what happened to Nitro. Hold on, wait, wait. It, and then he made this big place. screw, and then drilled into the ground. And okay, did, wait, wait, wait. Let's just talk about, this is what makes Spider-Man interesting, is that he is trying to fight crime, but he also has to trying be Trying to have class. a normal life. Yeah, so that, that creates a conflict. He has to be two places at one time. Right. 
That's why, that's why I don't like when people think they can just replace all these characters, like replace Peter Parker with Miles Morales or replace Bruce Wayne with Azrael. Who's it's, Miles Morales? Miles Morales is, is like the new Spider-Man. Like, like there's this new movie called Into the Spider-Verse and the, there's this guy, there's this kid called Miles Morales and he's... And and uh, he meets Spider Man and all these other Spider people. Right. Come out from. I'm disinterested already. <laughs> it's different. a good movie. It's a good movie, it, right? But it's but it's Peter Parker was always funnier and better than Miles Morales. Well, you know what I would do then, the way my my brain would work if 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 I were to ever whenever I see these things because mm-hmm. I don't I don't mind otherworldly situations th- that happen okay but i'm always trying to find a way to satisfy people like me that are critical okay and to say okay how if, if there was a character for spider-man's like character like the aunt that or an uncle oh. or somebody else that knows Ant-Man. that he's spider-man okay to say things like you know peter maybe it's maybe it's time you should forget like you have these incredible powers and maybe it's time that you forget about school and and try to and focus and on focus defeating, on what you are best these. at right now okay, this is an incredible gift one, instead of him like boy, going to classrooms and buying popcorn and see, taking off like you know what i mean it's, it's like problem, it's like superman going on dates with lois lane like there's a lot of like, stuff like, he's got to deal like, with here like like i think spider-man should focus more on Defeating Big Louie or or Louie. or or uh, Who's no. Big Louie? The, the like Simpsons? like like no, I was just making fun of like criminals like Big Louie or Big Johnny. Okay. Oh, that's all the names of these guys. Okay. Like, but here's especially the, during the, the but the here's 80s. the problem though is if he forgets about his school or work, how, how's he gonna make money? Oh, well, he should just, well, you know, say, I'm Spider-Man, and we sh- you should collect. You want me to continue fighting crime? I, although, if they're... Some, he wouldn't pay me to fight the crime. Hero. I'm a bounty hunter. Just pay me just to say, fight Just say, hey, you know crime. what? Put put my, You want to donate to Spider-Man and <laughs> help your thing? You, you know have what? Spider-Man boxes <laughs> that you, you donate. <laughs> oh, this guy's great. You donate, like, $5 here, $10 no, here, and, no, no, no. And, and then Spider-Man swoops down. He, he could be... <laughs> grabs no, the cash see. out of the box. <laughs> it's like... superheroes refuse to take money for the Oh, well. This guy, I think he should. In his case, Superman... Like no, Spider-Man, he could... he could be a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Like, like they could pay him to go fight crime. Like he could be like a Boba Dude, Fett. Dude, that's actually a very good concept. He could be like hey, a Boba there's Fett. There's already a hero called Hero for Hire, Luke Cage, Hero for Hire. He gets paid. Okay, so he's a bounty But I'm saying someone like Spider-Man to make money like, on the like, side is a like, bounty hunter. Give him a five So at the beginning of every... Con- go punch no. that oh, that's guy good. Okay, out. anyways, beyond that, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. The qu- yeah. Okay, so let's take. He's a nuisance in this Quasar okay, comic here. Let's veer it back. Let's talk about the comic book again. Okay, we're gonna veer it back. So I want to get Monty. You've got a whole bunch of notes here, right? Yeah. Just like last time. Do you want to talk about what? What is your next note that you have to talk about here? Okay. I think, like, I like how they incor- incorporated real people at like page two. Was it okay. like like Christopher Reeve? <laughs> right. It's, it's also kind of funny because. Well, let's explain. I'm they just probably re- ha- paid him to, for his name to be in the comic book. I don't think you have to pay for one mention. Okay, but... <laughs> well, we don't know. We don't, we know, don't know for know. sure, but I We don't it. know. But Christopher Reeve did act in a, DC, in a DC movie. He acted as Superman. So it's kind of like Christopher Reeve being in, in Marvel, him acting as Superman in DC. It's kind of... What's that well, called? What's it's, it called? It's like Cro- synergy or crossover. Synergy? I just want everyone to explain. So Quasar is jumping into the back of this van thing, 
and a pedestrian says, Bobby, look, it's Christopher Reeve. And the other guy says, nah, Chris has a red cape. So it's kind of like a joke because he's thinking this guy looks like Superman. So that's a joke, right? Yeah, right. I know. Yeah, so. The fact that they mentioned it's a bird. It, yeah. It's a plane. It's Christopher Superman. Reeve. Right, exactly. Now, I want to point out on this panel, you can see this panel here. The coloring is terrible because, look, the van is the same color as the road. So you can't even tell what he's doing in this panel. I thought it was junk. But anyway, that's just... I, 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 I like the art, though. Sec, I, I, I like the simple... For a like, I thought he was jumping into a dumpster. Like, right, right. right. I, I enjoy like these comics with the, that Let's are talk about the air crappier. Like, I don't know. I, it just... It gives me... It brings back... I guess it's like soul food. Or, or Yeah, it's nostalgic. Comfort, comfort food. food. soul food. Well, soul food is like... It's the like it's like it's like bars? comfort food. Like chocolate bars no, or McDonald's. No, but it is. Soul. It's it's like it's no, like comfort food. Soul food is like black. No, but the uh, but that, New Orleans food. No, but it's not oh, I love because New like uh, it's huh? southern whatever. I no, but I no, but it, it doesn't char, matter. Char it's let's say, let's say oysters, let's say you're uh, African American. Yeah. And and you, you that this is the comfort food that you grew up with. Yeah. It's like like chitlins are, it, I from what I I know it's like it's like. Uh, um, Intestines, man. Okay. And 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 Italians had tripa, which are the stomach lining. It's it's well, it's think... basically poor person's food, and every culture okay. has that okay. soul food. Well, it's like it's like polenta is cornmeal, um, grits is rice. It's like it's like um, so that would... thing that you eat in the morning, uh, cream of wheat. Sure. Right. So what it's like you... every every culture has their soul food, right? Okay. But they call it something different. Their what would comfort Ukrainian food. be? That'd be like pierogies then for Ukrainians. No. What is the Borscht. what is borscht? There what is go. the poor food that Ukrainians will eat? There's only two. There's sauerkraut and potatoes. So pick one. Oh, potatoes for sure. Yeah. Just like I the love Irish. Sauerkraut, right. Right. Every, I love every, it. every culture will have like their their root foods, sure. like roots, cheap anything that's cheap, not okay. not expensive cuts of meat, right? Okay. Anyway, so like greens. Is, so this or, is like, grits. Like I think I think. So what, why did we bring this up in the first place? It's kind of weird how he like jumps. Wait a second. Why did we bring up soul food? I don't know, but let's focus on let's focus on the art. It's like he jumps. This is you're gonna get a million calls for this one. Yeah. Dare you? Stop talking over Soul me. Food. Respect your youngers. Okay. okay. <laughs> so it's like he jumps into the dumpster. Okay. Or a gar or a truck, and then and then he comes out three seconds later for no apparent reason. Like like why didn't he jump into the truck anyway? I think it's to touch base with the security guard driver guy. Then but he went back out. Yeah, to make sure everything's okay. He wanted to make sure it wasn't like, crazy. Can but they let's... afford walkie talkies or something? Hello, Quasar. No, okay, but. Uh, but the, I'm going to tell you what I did at the cafe before we came here. And I was trying to get back on track. No, no, but I, this is back on we track. We don't care about cafe before No, no, but you no, this is here. important because this is this is what I'm going to talk about. This okay. is exactly I'm going to talk about nothing but the comic right okay. now. Okay. Okay. So, we're at the cafe and I'm rereading the comic okay. on my phone. Well, I thought your daughter was reading it to you. Well, she was reading it to me, and she and, <laughs> okay. and then and then I was trying to read. And I go, no, this is hey, like Luna. I'm confused by a lot. Okay. There's too many things going on. Okay. Then Jared was there, and he gave me the Cole's notes for this comic. Okay, he found the summary. Yeah, he found the summary, and so I this read is today. This is today. Okay, and so I'm reading the summary and going, oh. Oh, okay. 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 But even the summary had a lot of things going on. Sure. So what it is, is Spider-Man sees, uh, he doesn't see Quasar at first, right? Because Quasar is like hidden on this truck and there's a criminal in the truck that he's yes, kind of... Yeah, Nitro's in the truck. Nitro's in the truck and, he, and he's escorting, Quasar's escorting the truck. So Spider-Man senses something's wrong, mm. finds out everything's A-OK, -okay, takes off back to class. 
uh, Quasar continues to, to move on, mm -hmm. but then that light, the what's his name, the the um, light, light master, master oh. light master shows up out of nowhere. Another mm -hmm. wait, wait. decides to use Quasar's wristbands, quantum bands, quantum yeah. bands uh, power to help him solve a, a situation that he has to deal with. Sure. There was also this strange thing where Quasar creates this drill screw that drills yes. into the ground. Right. That right that uh, uh, exposes uh, a cave of some kind. Um, like a hideout, a lair. It's a laboratory beneath the lawn, yes. Right. And this is where he runs into uh, Lightmaster. Right. And then that's where the Lightmaster... But what happens to Nitro? What happens to all that jazz? He basically just... He's they drive still, off he's and that's still in that truck. Yeah, that, that's that's a whole other thing. Okay. But, and and but, so Lightmaster, I'm trying to just get the, the, the synopsis here. And then Lightmaster and Quasar have this battle out over equipment and stuff. And then he and then Spider-Man comes back from his uh, his mathematics class or whatever okay. the hell it is, and uh, ultimately um, help this guy become. A person again right and then spider-man hits him on the head and because he had a sixth sense and he takes off and then quasar is like what, what's up with that guy so that's really the story sure okay but i was saying as a person that doesn't read it because there was like where did this guy come in what happened to this guy and that's what confused me because ultimately after i read the synopsis everything came together yes right so for a person that wasn't familiar with a lot of these characters i was going why is this guy coming in why is yeah. that guy coming in? what the hell's going on here I, will, I think that was I, a little. I will blur say one it wasn't thing. blurry for you when you first read this. No, thing? but I've 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 another question that sure. I didn't realize at the beginning. So like when Spider Man's like you know doing his web thingy. Yeah. He's like Spider Man swinging around town or whatever. Sure, that's the theme. He, yeah. But like, like when he comes to meet Quasar, it, like he says, "I have to get to class." Is this like, is this like before school or is this like his lunch break? <laughs> I think, well, because he's in university, he has different oh, classes that are different times. There are different times. times. He's yeah. in university, is different. They have a class at 10 in the morning, then another one at 2, and sometimes you have a bunch of... A, a so you have, like, some time to, br a to have a break. Right, right, right. It can be hours. Okay, right. so that means university is better than elementary well, school. Well, no, there can be ways. breaks, and then you got to take... Uh, you, a two-hour uh, class. It's a lot more difficult. Sometimes if but, you have an hour, you could fill it up with, like, you go to the library or... But here's my question, getting back to the art for a second. Now, I, I give my f comics to some of my friends, and they have these are people that read like T.S. Eliot, and they read these comics, and they cannot understand them. And I trust me, sometimes when I go back and read these old ones, I'm like, did I miss something? Where did this guy come from? I know what you mean. And I think it's because this, the artwork is good, it is clear, but it's like the art is telling the basic story, but the text is trying to fill in so much that I'm not saying that you. You it overcomplicates but you, it. It's kind of like you go, like you shouldn't have to, I'm not saying you shouldn't have to concentrate, but it's it's like they make you work too much sometimes. Yeah, and with, I, I agree with you. It's like, it's like when people are teaching, I'm not a Shakespeare expert, but yeah. you should see the play first. It's something that's meant to be seen. That's right? a good point. And, and you know, no, you, but when people like, when teachers will go, okay, pull out your book, yeah. and then they start, ex you're reading, and you're like, what is this? Yeah, I'm yeah. confused. But it's it's meant to be seen. So maybe a good idea for, for you know, beginners yeah. is to peruse the comic and kind of just peruse it without concentrating too much on this verbiage. I mean, sometimes I fight. I go, sometimes I'll, I'll read a comic you give me. I go, well, they need kind of an explanation at the beginning. May maybe a crazy move for me would have been to read the synopsis first. Yeah. And then read the comic book. Because it is like Shakespeare, one, man. One There's thing, a lot of garbage like, going here's on. Here's a quick example. As Quasar's flying through the it's air, 
Enveloped in a nimbus of gravity-defying force, Quasar is propelled forward by hypersonic speed. Now that's something you don't need to put in, but putting that in, doesn't it make it more enjoyable to read, Well, Monty? it makes it, it gives it a bit more action because, like, sitting in a car with security guard is something that a normal police guy would do. Okay. And he's okay. Sitting, sitting in the car with the police guard, hey... Hey, he's, he's, he's two feet ahead of us. But like, Keep driving. But adding in that extra caption, does that make it more enjoyable? Like, look yeah. at, see where he's got the screw here? Intently visualizing a giant drill bit. Quasar yeah. transforms the energy at his command into a glowing fixation. I, I think these guys, sometimes they write well, and, and they're like, they wish they could be DS. Like, at least. They, they want to write a great American novel. Yeah. But this is their job. And so they're trying to put like little things for the the thing that, you know, I'm going to write my but darndest. At least like T.S. Eliot or whatever. At, le the, at least they explain it. Right. Where comics now, they don't explain it at all. <laughs> they're just like. <laughs> He just throws the batarang. They don't even say Batman throws the batarang. Well, there's got to be a middle say, ground. They just say, yeah. There's like automatopias <laughs> all over the place. And also, go to the f first page for a sec. It says, one. the hot mid-afternoon of air spreads a blanket through of le lethargy through Manhattan, Manhattan's usual hustle and bustle. Everything seems to move in slow motion. Everything that is except the exhaust inexhaustible Spider-Man, like, like, like he's like, he's just swinging off his web. Like, is is there someone before that? Like Spider in the. Yeah, but that's what he does. He flops around. Meanwhile, Spider-Man swinging from a web. Why? Why? Because that's what he does. That's how he travels. He doesn't that, walk. That's how he travels around town. Yeah. I guess like, it, if it was Superman, Superman flying in and outside of the yeah, building. Yeah, what if he can walk? And well, he can walk. Just say, here's the thing, he's though. He's a fake. My he's question, walking. though, is is it, that little introduction that you just read, I love the way writers did that. Like, even when you watch the old cartoons, like the ones that narrated by Stan Lee that you like so yeah. much, you know, you know, like they'll, they'll be like, you know, nighttime in New York City on the docks, and they'll set the scene with the right. description, you know, a city of 8 million people, night, I say, you know, whatever. Yeah. But doesn't that kind of, I enjoy that. It, it's not great I think I think that if it. he was reading it to me, I would enjoy it more. But I think the problem, maybe when I'm looking at it, because uh -huh. also society makes p some people impatient than uh -huh. they, they, they used to be uh -huh. when reading comics. Uh -huh. Or, or even reading anything for that matter. But you see panels and you see panels down here and you kind of just, I, I want to get to this. Yeah. I want to get to that because you, you see ahead what's there. Sure, and it's almost like you want to skip over this stuff. And there's no stuff. other medium that's like that. Right. None. And and so you, you're, the patience is for me is like, okay, I, I get, let me get through this. You know, these guys are trying to make it flowery and yeah. really make it wonderful and explain. But it it's a catch-22 because some of the comics you gave me during the reboots we almost had no dialogue. I was yes. like, what is this? I'm that like is called flopping through pages and going right. like, there's like five words That's here. That's called decompression. That's the way comics are done now. And they take like, one fifth of the time to read. You zip through it. And it's, it's terrible. Like, speaking like, of, but the, speaking but of there's like, got to be a middle ground. Right. But I don't speaking know what that of is. Like, like zero, like like three words. Like like you were giving me all those Batman comics. Right. And and like I found like the zero year. I'm like interested in this title. So I, I get I get into the thing and he says and he says, This isn't Gotham City anymore and then and then he he finishes his sentence on the next page. He finishes it on okay. the next page. It takes up a whole pen it takes up a whole page 
with three words. It says Waste Gotham space. City is not <laughs> Gotham City anymore. Wasted paper. Uh, global warming. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Gotham City isn't Gotham City anymore. It takes up a whole page. Well, it you know, it's you know, like a movie poster. The next like, let me page, just point out one thing. The next page. We're in the zero year. The calendar is changed. And we don't have page? February, uh, March, and April. We have glory. He is my son. He's veering off into glee. oblivion. <laughs> yeah. So like I, I just do. want to say one thing. No, that's a good point. But I think the perfect balance is probably in the mid to late 60s by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Okay, they would have me. four to six panels per page. And they would have limited amount of text and limited, limited captions. But you would zip through the page because you're right. It's like... When you, as soon as you see that, you just want to go, oh, boom, 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 right. boom. You just want boom, to get through boom. it. But maybe, maybe do, you, do you think, uh, even for something like this, that, that a nice little, this is, you know, I, this is sacrilege, but maybe a little synopsis for the story so that you can enjoy the story more? Like at the beginning, yeah, it's like a shake, like a shake, because you want you want to just kind of look at the pictures and because well, it's it's a catch it's a catch twenty two you know, because they're they're it's like it's like looking at a, a panel for a film, right? Mm -hmm. And and you could tell that some panel artists for filmmakers like are they're so detailed and yeah. so it's almost like looking at a comic book. Mm -hmm. And then when you look at a comic book, sometimes you see that these artists they almost like are trying to um, make a movie. Yeah, and and you're like, well, this isn't necessary. It's almost like they're making shots for for films. It's and and the middle ground. It's now it's like this big gray area where comic books pre, you know, comic book movie, or even yeah. when in the '70s when movies started yeah. becoming something, and then and then the '80s they figured out how to make big mm -hmm. money from from movies. Right, that comic books all of a sudden became that. Right, it's it's like movie panels. So there's the middle ground is lost. It's like. What's more important, the dialogue or the art? Mm -hmm. What makes a comic book a comic book? The art. Yeah. The right? Art. And and story the would be nice. Man. Dialogue could be limited because really it should just be like balloon panels, right? And it could say, meanwhile, in, uh, you know, on the other side of town. I right? think I think there's less description because the description is there in the picture. I, I think if, you know what, if we ever have you guys back again, I'd like to cover some stuff by Will Eisner, he, who did The Spirit in, in the 40s, or Jack Kirby or Scott McCloud, because I think they understood the perfect balance between art, description, and dialogue. So that's something we can do next time. Before we wrap up, I want to talk about the art really quick. You said you like the I art. I like it, yeah. Monty, well, did you like I, the art? I like the art. Just two things I have to say quick. Okay. I thought this 15. guy was the light master, and then he turns into Quasar. You know, it was a little bit confusing because I actually, again, I had to go back because what happened is is Lightmaster, when Quasar was fighting Lightmaster earlier, he actually starts to narrate. Look, he's like, his energy crawling up my arm. I'm going numb all over. That's all. Yeah. They don't explain it, but Lightmaster yeah. has taken him over, but they don't explain it. So it's a little bit confusing. Because, yeah. yeah, I know that's what An you're saying, right? Another thing is, like, okay. <clears throat> I can skip through this whole comic and still know the whole story. Like... I was at page 17. Okay. 18, 19, and 19. I'm like, this is getting pretty boring. I skipped a few pages, and I knew the, the entire three pages. Okay, that's a fair criticism. So you're saying you could skip a whole section, but still know exactly what happens. Yeah. So if an editor came in, and it was a film, they'd say, we don't need this to hear right. to hear. Cut we could go out. straight to <clears> here. <throat> then it would be a one-minute movie. 
But you got to also remember yeah. they're going to say we got to fill up five, you know, twenty-two pages, and sometimes they'll put in what's called filler. Yeah, and that's the reality for for whether it's a comic book or a TV show or a movie. This is something I learned as a kid when I was reading comics. I read so many. If I could skip a page, sometimes you skip a page by accident because they stick together. Yeah, yeah. If I could skip two pages and still follow what's going on, that meant there was a problem. Every page should have something happen that yeah, changes absolutely. it so drastically. You're like, oh my God, what's going on? That's ideal, right? But sometimes it doesn't happen. Right. So, so I'm, I'm suspecting that that's, if, if that occurs in these things, it's because of, of um, but then that could have been more space for advertising. It, is, is there a standard usually? Well, at this time, 22 pages, yeah. So that's what it is. Yeah, so they have to fill 22. Yeah. So unfortunately, we also are limited for time. Um, I just want to quickly say this was written by Mark Grenwald, drawn by Herb Trimpey, inked by Mike Esposito. This is Marvel Team Up Esposito. Uh, number uh, 113. So my final question is, Marshall, what do you rate this comic and do you recommend it? Out of 10. Shucks. Shucks. I don't recommend it at all, but okay. I, I will say that uh, some of the, some of the drawings are really fun to look okay. like, really great. Like I, I I look at some of these things in a lot of comics, mm -hmm. um, the older ones, the, the imagination, um, the, the dynamics. Mm -hmm. I just I want to frame some of these things because sure. they're just so wonderful to look at. St story wise, it didn't it didn't really bring me anywhere. <laughs> I, di I didn't care. There were some interesting things like what's like what is this? But just for only a moment, and, and most of the time it was just frustrating. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But so I, w I wouldn't. I would say, out of ten, not zero. <laughs> what do you give the art? The art's not a zero. Okay. Okay. Then I, I would give the art a three. So. Okay. I mean, I, out of the ten, when it comes to story, yeah. art, and <laughs> the, mm. just the whole thing, the, then and then the two combined. Sure. Um, art, if I, let, let's, if I could do it this way, art out of 10, sure. then I would say that to me, I like it. It was like a seven and a half. There you go. I was going to say seven or eight for art. Yeah. Story, maybe six. Not as good. Yeah. Sto story, you, you could take it or leave it, which is not yeah. like it's, it's a five is like, yeah, you pass or you don't pass. It's, right. I'm not, I'm not going to say someone shouldn't see it, but for me, it was, it's not for me. Did you have any other important notes to talk about Monty? Uh, no, but I, I, okay. I do have a recommendation. Okay. Out of 10. I believe it was a 50 below zero. And uh, I said it before and I'll say it again. It's a piece of crap. Oh, really? It's a piece of crap? Yeah. So you didn't, you didn't enjoy it? Yeah. <laughs> what about the art? You didn't like the art at all? The art was nice. I, I agree with my dad. It's about seven and a half. And the story, negative 50. Negative 50. Negative 50. So all those comic books I'm giving you, are you enjoying any of those? Or do you want any more? I, I, like, I like those comic books. I think they're pretty nice. Like... At least, at least they make a teeny bit more sense. <laughs> I, you know what? Hey, listen, here, here's something I, I would like to make a suggestion out there to a corporation. It's called Ikea. Okay. If I may. They have these wonderful <laughs> frames and then you could put album covers in. Okay. Make some frames for comic books because some of these covers yeah, are so yeah. wonderful. I would just lo I would love books. to go to Ikea and buy like 10 of these frames and just put some of these, like some of the comic books you gave the kids. I'm like, what a wonderful cover, man. Sure. Like what a fun, dynamic cover. Whether you like the, the stories or not, they're just so much fun. And, and sure. the artists, and sometimes they'll have different artists for the covers, mm -hmm. right? Like, yep. and then you'll open it up and go, where the hell's the, the yeah. fun? So that to me would like, the art of some of these covers are so fantastic that 
I just want to just put them in a frame and just. I'm with you. You know, so IKEA get on that. So yeah, IKEA, you better make those frames. Frame. So that wraps up this episode of Quasar Quinology. Thank you again for joining us. We'll definitely have you guys back on again. Hopefully, Luna will join us next no, time. No, hopefully not. Okay, okay. So thank you again for joining us for Quasar Chronology. We'll see you guys again next Wednesday. Tell them where we can listen. Where, where can they listen to this? Spotify and uh, what? iTunes. iTunes. You got it. iTunes and Spotify. Okay, see you guys next week. iTunes and Spotify. All right. Peace out. Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.